mobile technology has come in in terms of bringing the people of Africa in, into the economic fold. Uh, the, for example, what Safaricom has done with M-Pesa and how that's brought people who were probably excluded from the financial fold into the fold. So what is your comment on that? First of all, it is true that uh, we have made a lot of progress in terms of uh, tools, instruments, vis-à-vis uh, -vis the technical platform, vis-à-vis uh, -vis regulation. So more can be done, but good progress has been made. However, I think now we need to go to the next stage. Because even with what has happened, if my numbers are right, uh, and if you take, for example, the case of South Africa, where we're sitting now, in 1999, I'm told about 23 billion rand was circulating outside the banking sector as cash, mm -hmm. cash society. The number today is 81 billion rand circulating outside the banking system mm -hmm. for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And this is the case for many African countries, mm -hmm. those kind of proportions. So we have the tools of the technology platform, but we need now to do more things to ensure that people can come into uh, uh, that space. And I think five things are needed now. Number one, we need great advocacy mm -hmm. to governments, to business, and to consumers. Number two, we need to engage in uh, greater financial literacy with the general population. Mm -hmm. uh, many of our consumers are still not confident to work with the uh, financial industry. They don't understand it. We need to assist them. We need to have uh, more friendly products for them. But the products we have now are for the sophisticated consumers. We need to have uh, a lot of action on consumer protection. Consumer protection. Because many of the poor people have been uh, ripped off in some of these uh, low-level uh, financial services, including microfinance. So regulations on how to protect consumers. Mm -hmm. And then the big elephant in the room is about identity ensuring that every citizen has an identity, is identifiable uh, from birth to death in a way that the financial markets can recognize this particular person. Mm -hmm. So I think we have gone beyond the technological platform, the tools to do these things which I've just mentioned. Okay. Right. So Africa represents robust opportunities for private equity investors. <coughs> And return on investments can be significant compared to other emerging markets. Not only are private investors players set to achieve returns on the investments, but African governments are also likely to benefit from the capital influx into the region, thus positively impacting the overall commercial ecosystem. So the whole story is basically talking about how 2017 is the year for private equity in Africa. What's your comment on that? The idea of risk. Uh, on the continent is misunderstood between perceived risk and the real risk. Uh, investors who are already on the continent do understand 
that the real risk is lower than what people think. But investors outside the continent still believe the risk is very high. But so much progress has been made in Africa in the last 30 years in terms of management of risk, in terms of uh, uh, property rights, in terms of uh, dispute resolution, in terms of uh, sovereign behavior and so on, that these kind of numbers you mentioned are real. And therefore I agree that uh, going forward, whether it is private equity, venture capital, FDI, this is the time uh, to look for opportunities here, because this is where the demographics are, this is where the growth will be. Maybe at the moment we don't have enough companies uh, which can go to scale into global at the moment, but that's the challenge. Uh, private equity is well equipped for that. Identifying companies, do proper valuation, bring them to scale, and take them to, to global. And that is what uh, private equity can, can do. Ernst & Young has basically released the Africa Attra Attractiveness Index. Uh, amid, they've basically come out with the most attractive countries in Africa. And in terms of drawing FDI, how do we remain attractive for foreign direct investment in Africa? Uh, data on FDI into Africa, uh, gross, have indicated that a lot of investment has gone into what we call the extractives, mining, cobalt, platinum, gold, oil, whatever it is. But in recent years, more if they have come into financial services, infrastructure, uh, the consumer industry, uh, increasing also education, health, and so on. And so I think these numbers are okay, uh, but you have to nuance them. Now, in terms of identifying which countries, which regions, this is not how I look at Africa. Uh, for me, I like to look at Africa as uh, one market. Yes, we have got barriers which have to be overcome, both tariffs and non-tariffs. But instead of identifying uh, opportunities in this sort of particular country, it's better to look at regions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in every region of Africa, south, east, west, north, you find opportunities. Mm -hmm. But this have to be regional. So an investor in uh, South Africa will be looking at not simply South Africa, but the whole market of SADC. Mm -hmm. An investor in Kenya will be looking at the whole of Eastern Africa, mm -hmm. even beyond. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I'd rather we look at the regions, not the countries. Is technology the key to solving Africa's economic woes? What is your comment on that? What kind of technology do we need in order to solve our problems? And who must come up with this technology? The problems of humankind are resolved by talent, mm -hmm. knowledge, not by technology. Mm -hmm. yeah. Technology is a result of talent, mm -hmm. of humankind. Mm -hmm. So what will resolve Africa's problems, or even global problems, are the skills, the talents we impart in our young people. Because this continent, together with the Middle East and the Southeast Asia, is where the demographics will be. So the issue is, how do we keep them with the skills, right, to take advantage of today's technology and that one to come? But I think putting technology first is putting the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. It is the skills, the talent of the people, right? Mm -hmm.
Today, people are worried by, by artificial intelligence, uh, robotics, and all this, in terms of how many jobs will be lost. But I think uh, there'll be more jobs created by artificial intelligence than those lost. Mm. Now, there'll be people who lose jobs, but there'll be others who will get new jobs. Mm -hmm. So the issue will be what kind of skills do they have to cope with that new situation? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not about technology, it's about skills and talent. The new wave now is investing in livestock. Uh, I know, I mean, in Africa, we cows, livestock, that's our assets as well. Um, recently, we've heard the story in Zimbabwe where informal traders can basically use their cattle or their livestock as loans. So what's happened now is there's a, a gentleman in South Africa who started an investment portfolio where you then buy a cow or livestock as part of a shared community, we invest in livestock. What's your thought on, on, on concepts like that? Yeah. But those assets, like anything else, mm -hmm. like you, a farm, like fishing, like anything, there's nothing particular about livestock. Mm -hmm. uh, so me, I'd rather shift the debate to how do you actually enable poor rural folks to access assets which can be collateral for loans, which can enable them uh, uh, be part of the financial services, you know, financial inclusion we're discussing. Mm -hmm. Whether it is through livestock or farming or fishing or something else is immaterial. Mm -hmm. okay. Oxfam, uh, which is a, a human rights organization, has basically at WEF launched their they report titled Starting with People. And they've basically appealed for African leaders to champion new economic models by using the human economy as the basis of um, driving economic growth. What do you feel about that? What is this human economy? Do you know about it? What's your thought about it? Now, Oxfam last year produced another report about inequality in the, in the world. Not simply in Africa, all over mm. the world, and inclusion. And the conclusions of that report, I completely endorse. Today we have got an issue which every country in the world has to deal with, which is growing inequality, growing exclusion of large sections of the people uh, in the economy. That is neither politically, socially, economically sustainable. Mm -hmm. I think what Oxfam is saying uh, is that uh, we need to figure out how to grow our economies, but to grow economies for all, mm -hmm. or for the majority. Mm -hmm to ensure that uh, people benefit from growth. Mm -hmm. We're now seeing uh, reactions from globalization, whether it's the Brexit, whether it's the elections of uh, nationalists, uh, even fascists, uh, because it's a reaction to economic growth for a few, yes. excluding the large number. And so this report is drawing our attention to the issue that economic growth is important, but Economic growth for all is what we need, mm -hmm. and I endorse that report. Okay, and finally, we have just uh, profiled basically the largest solar plant on the continent, which is in Morocco. Uh, it's basically as part of the whole green movement in terms of <coughs> governments accepting the climate change, um, what's happening with regards to climate change. How do you feel about that? What should governments be doing, and can we use these renewable energies to basically even grow our economies? First of all, I'm excited because we funded that project. <laughs> uh, in my 
days as the president of the African Development Bank. So we funded this uh, Wazartat yes. uh, project in Morocco, which is the largest solar plant in Africa. And I was excited to, to do so. Uh, Africa is full of potential for green energy, whether it is hydro, solar, wind, whatever it is, we have it. Less than 20% of our hydro potential is developed. So for we in Africa, the issue is not one of a binary one, uh, green or fossil fuels. We've got a lot of green energy which we can develop. So the issue is means. Uh, but more broadly, if you're asking me what our country should do, I think, number one, we need to go from the idea that each one of our countries can have energy security from its own sources. We need to develop regional energy markets so that we can buy and sell energy from each other. Here in South Africa, you don't have much hydro resources, mm -hmm. but Mozambique and Zambia and Angola, plenty of it, and mm -hmm. the Congo. Mm -hmm. So you can create a regional market here for green energy resources, but that market has to exist. Mm -hmm. So it is not a binary choice for the fuels or green if you have energy markets. But number two, I think that for some countries, you really have to be careful uh, because they need base load. Base load means that uh, you need to have a basis on which you have got permanent supply of energy. Then you can build on fluctuating sources like solar or, or wind and others. And for some of those countries, they have no choice but to develop fossil fuel energy. Mm -hmm. And there are new technologies through that. Mm -hmm. But I want to emphasize the issue of uh, regional energy markets, because Africa still has huge potential uh, for green uh, production. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we are at WEF, so would you give us a final comment about uh, your expectations of WEF? What have you found? What are you hoping it'll <coughs> achieve, basically? I think the choice of uh, the theme for this WEF is very apt. It is an issue for the whole world today. How to achieve inclusive growth, inclusive globalization. What is has uh, provoked things like uh, Brexit, uh, nationalism, protectionism in the whole world, is that there are many people who feel excluded from progress uh, today. Now, in Africa, uh, in other regions of the world, we have got very dynamic uh, demographics. Inclusion is even more urgent. So I think the World Economic Forum focus on inclusive growth and development is absolutely what we need to discuss at this point in time. So to bring together governments and business, civil society to discuss this matter in Africa, I think is very important. I want to commend uh, uh, the forum for that. Mm -hmm.